Hello. Hey. How's it going? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Very good. Thank you very much. Uh, um, how's, your, how's your sleeping now that you have a, a newborn? Oh my God. It's, um, it's a bit of a challenge getting used to it all and stuff. But for some reason, you're breaking up. Oh, hold on. Let's see. Oh, there you go. Uh, there you go. I don't know why this keeps happening, but yeah. Um, is this any better? Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's, it, as you can probably tell, a little short on sleep, but it's, um, it's amazing, you know. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And it happened. When did it happen, actually? I think you messaged me. Uh, 21st, 21st of, um, 21st of December. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, nearly three weeks now already, uh, which, you know, we're sort of getting used to it. It almost feels like three months, <laughs> but it's great. That's good. That's good. Cool. Well, uh, I mean, we're ready to get back on board. Yeah. Um, so this call is going to serve for yeah, two things. Indeed. Let's. Yeah, this call is going to serve for two things. Number one is we're just going to interview you and we're going to have you spill out your guts, basically. And then number two is we will recap and kind of give you next steps. Does that work? Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah, sounds great. Yep. Awesome. Is there a delay on my end? Where? No, it seems okay. Okay, okay, cool. Okay. So, um, Adam was telling me that we weren't getting the business model essentially correct. Um, and that's a big part. So, um, I mean, we'd love to kind of hear more about it and really kind of understand it. So by all yeah. means, take the floor. Sure. Yeah. So, so, you know, the, the, the business that we we're in is basically, um, hospitality and retail consulting, predominantly hospitality. Um, you know, we've, we look at uh, hospitality as a fabric of society, basically. Restaurants is what, where life happens as far as we're concerned. And, it, and, and, you know, anywhere in the world you go to, that is exactly the truth. You go into restaurants and you can see life happening there. You know, people are milling about, they're making friends, they're doing business, they're celebrating key events and all that sort of stuff. And they're making memories, most importantly. So our job really is to provide the chefs, the restaurateurs, and the investors, which are the key types of people that come to us as clients. So they will either be chefs, they're either restaurateurs, or they're investors who are looking to get the right type of uh, restaurant business model working. They will come to us to help them get the commercials right. And so that's the key thing. So actually, you know, I, I saw in, in a couple of articles, we, we started talking about technology and stuff. Actually, it's got nothing to do with that. Some of those elements do come into play. You know, we use tech to, to do the things right. But fundamentally, it's it's either opening, troubleshooting or expanding an existing restaurant or hospitality venue into something that will be great, uh, scalable and, and exitable. Um, or there is a new restaurant to be open <clears throat> or a new concept to be open and will help them achieve that. And we do that by providing them with three distinct services. One is financial because we really believe that hospitality is actually a labor of love. So what mm. ends up happening is that these chefs, restaurateurs, or investors, they're great at putting this beautiful plate of food together, but they haven't got a bloody clue about commercials. 
So we come into play and tell them that, look, your financials have to be sound. And this is how you should be measuring your financial performance. So that's a big part, which is, you know, so, so financial analysis, financial reporting and financial systems. Then there's the operational side. So once we tell them what the problems are, we then help them fix them operationally and tell them, look, your wage cost is too high. Let us tell you how you need to ensure that it isn't too high. Yeah. So these are the steps that you need to be doing in terms of operational uh, intelligence to get them right, operation consulting. And then the third piece is the strategic consulting. This is where the clients may want us to help them fundraise for their expansion plan. They may want to do an IPO or they may want to do an exit of their business. Or they may want to simply, um, you know, change the business model. So we'll sit down and tell them, actually, you're crazy for changing the business model because it's working fine. Or have you done your customer research uh, because what you're selling isn't right? You know, you may be, you may be selling steaks um, or, or you may be a steak restaurant in, in an area which is all vegans. You know, that sort of makes no sense. <laughs> so that's the strategic part of things. Yeah. Um, whereby, you know, we will work with them and sort of get it right. So these are the key distinct parts, finance, financial consulting and reporting, operational consulting and strategic consulting within hospitality. And what do you find when most, uh, let's say, let's keep it in that niche, the restaurants. Um, what do you find that when you do the financial reporting, where are most of them going wrong? Bulk of the problem is that they actually haven't got a clue about their financials to begin with. So what we are looking to do is we're helping them set a nice um, reporting pack in place with the right KPIs. You know, so the first thing is they don't actually know about their financials. The second point is they don't know what financials they should be looking for. So what are the key performance indicators that they need to be looking at? Predominantly yeah. speaking, mostly in restaurants, you have two issues. One is your cost of sales is too high, which means your margins are wrong. So you said you're buying a bottle of wine for 10 quid and you may only be selling it for 20 when you should be selling it for 40. Um, and the wage cost, the wage cost being the biggest problem globally, uh, whereas yeah. the cost of sale is often a problem in, in, in sort of high end sophisticated restaurants because they're looking to buy a, a premium product, but then they can't quite charge for it because they haven't done the price to customer match properly. But yeah, it's, it's those two margin and wage cost. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, and that was in the financial side. Um, I know you mentioned in the operations, where are they lacking at in operations? Do they just not know how to run a business? Do they not know how to hire? Yeah. So, so thankfully, I was trained by Gordon Ramsay. Uh, you know, I, I worked there. And actually, this is part of the thing that we could bring into it. That's where my, my love for this sector came, came from. And if you watch Gordon Ramsay's programs, I know he does a lot of them in America. You know, Ramsay, Gordon Ramsay nightmares. Often that's mm -hmm. what he's doing. He goes into these restaurants and, and they haven't got a bloody clue. They've been doing it something for 60 years. It may have been working in 1980s, but it doesn't work today. So you need, yeah. they need to adapt. So their message to customer isn't right. They don't quite understand. Their marketing analysis isn't quite right. So they don't get how to give the message to the customer. And then their value proposition often isn't quite right. So we need to help them get their value proposition right. And then... Aside from these two things, you see, we believe that in restaurant world, particularly this niche, anything financial has an operational impact and anything operational has a financial impact. What I mean by that is that if your financial, if, if let's say you're missing your sales targets, right, that's a financial metrics to say, look, you, uh, financial uh, KPI to say, like, you're missing your uh, revenue number. 
Operationally, we would help them to say, well, how do you increase the revenue? Well, there's only two ways. You either need to increase your average spending or you need to bring more customers. So let's tackle operationally how you can bring more people by adding a bit more square footage to your location, by changing the configuration of your restaurant. And therefore, suddenly we can have three or four more tables and yeah. more tables simply mean more revenue, right? So every financial angle has an operational angle. Now, the, the great thing about us is that we own some restaurants in the UK. And so as a result, we have a really good understanding. Not only are we are consultants, we own the restaurants. So what, those are the <laughs> things that we're doing in our own restaurants, you see. So as a result, we can show you this is what you should be doing. So yeah. revenue per square foot, you know, we'll come up with some amazing I keep referring to this word, KPIs, KPIs, KPIs. The more they can measure them, the better things will get. You know, we always say, and I think it's something that you mentioned to me in, in our first call as well, that anything that gets measured improves. Yeah. Hey, I'm a big believer in that as well. <laughs> yeah. If you know the numbers, the bottleneck becomes clear. If exactly. you don't, you're struggling. You just don't know what yeah. to... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. hey, we're on the same page on that. Um, so yeah. about... About exiting, um, do many yep. restaurants come to you about, you know, exiting? And if they do, is it a similar <clears throat> issue that they don't know operations and so, finances? Yeah. So basically, so, so strategic part is, is an interesting part whereby I personally end up often acting as their either interim CEO or interim CFO to help them position right. Because in order to exit a business, you really need to do quite a few things right for instance, two years before you're planning on exiting, you need to start to think about your succession planning because to get the right multiple for your exit, you have to have ensured that all the information and the data and the matrix has been, the skills matrix has been passed down to your team because you're going to walk away with this. And if yes. everything is in your head, you're not going to get the right multiple. So that's one part of it. The other part is to then help them structure the company correctly because if they're holding companies, let's say you have, you're a chain of 10 restaurants, and your company isn't structured correctly in the most tax efficient manner, in the most strategic manner that is providing the best output for the buyer, then actually that's not going to be right either. So often when they come to us, they haven't even thought about exit. So they just continue on this treadmill. They're running the business and we ask them, hey, so what's your five-year plan? And they say, what do you mean five-year plan? We thought this was for life. And you think, that's crazy. Nothing should be for <laughs> life, particularly a restaurant business. You need to go in it. Now, frankly, you may not sell it after five years, but you've got to build a business plan for five years so that you do all the right things in the right way. So when a new client comes to us who's just about setting up a new business, our first question to them is, how would you like to exit? And whatever that looks like, we then work backwards and incorporate or set up the company or the business today with a view of exit in mind. And how long is that process? Is, is it still a three-year process when you work with them? Um, so we tend, th thankfully, I mean, what's amazing about our business is that, you know, the old relationship may not work out, but 99% of the time, we never get fired from our clients. So what tends to happen is a client will end up staying with us for a long, a long period of time. And often that is anywhere between five to 10 years. During that process, what would end up happening is they'll either sell the business or they'll exit themselves or they will shut it down for whatever reason because it's fulfilled. So some, some restaurants are open purely for a project basis. And after three years, they'll say, look, the project is done now, we just want to close. Or lastly, what sometimes happens is they then grow so big that they can't, you know, the, the fee that they have to pay us doesn't quite equate commercially. So we then end up hiring a, an internal team for them 
And at that mm. stage, we just end up remaining as a, as a non-executive director on the board because they're so big now that if we continue charging them by the hour or by the day rate, we'll have objectivity problem. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, but generally speaking, our, our aim for, for, our, for our clients is that it's a five-year process, basically. Okay, well, that's a, that's a great LTV, by the way. Um, as far as, uh, okay, so I know we, have, we went ahead and we published four of them already. Um, yeah. we, we're Which still going to get you. By the way. Thank you. Okay, good, good. Um, now that we have this information, we're going to use them for the other, uh, the other six because you need at minimum 10. Yeah, um, yeah. good. And this doesn't even include uh, the interview that we're going to do with you when we start doing it on your contributor accounts. So awesome. do you want this to be used? I mean, you can be used for both, but you want them to be used for your, your contributor accounts or do you want it to be used for these first articles that are coming out? I think it probably makes sense that these are mainly used for the sort of articles. By the way, I've, I, I've also written two or three articles that we published on LinkedIn previously, but that was pretty much it. I'll send those to you because I think a couple of them are absolutely amazing. And you guys can simply chop and change them and use them for some of the stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I wrote one of the restaurants, to, uh, one of the uh, articles, which was titled, Why We, as my firm, MCA, are still bullish about restaurant business, whereas the whole world is... Or at the beginning of the pandemic, we were certainly saying, oh, this is the end of restaurants, this is it, right. whatever. Yeah. And actually, we are still very bullish about it. And we saw in England when for three months of autumn, we were able to trade, the restaurants made a 70% recovery within three months because everybody wanted to come there. As I said earlier, 100%. that's where life happens. You know, So if anybody thinks that it's the death of restaurants, forget it. That's not going to happen. They're with us for a long time. Um, and then the other one was about... Um, how the right CFO or a finance director can help revive your business outside of COVID. I like that one. So I think th these, these two are really good. So I'll email those to you guys and you could probably use them. But I think for now, it probably makes sense that we use them for the initial, uh, th this discussion for the initial, uh, the, the remaining six that we've got. Okay, cool. I like that. And you're so correct. Um, not too long ago, I felt like trapped because I haven't been able to go out and eat and, and have a good time, like you mentioned, an experience in like almost a year. And yeah, you know, it's insane. Exactly. Um, so when things open back up, it's gonna, it's just gonna it's the be first flooded. thing you do. <laughs> yes. Honestly, we opened, we had a lockdown for four and a half months. We opened on 5th of July of last year until end of October. I think in a week I was having five meals in a restaurant. I simply couldn't <laughs> wait. I was entertaining my friends. I was entertaining our family. I was taking business associates there. You know, th this is the oldest thing we do, you know, making babies and having food is literally, you go back <laughs> yes. 10,000 years ago, those were the two things we were doing then. And we still are doing those. Yes. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. And you so just use much the more babies thing in the, in the article, please. <laughs> <laughs> we won't, we won't. No, but yeah, that's good. That's good. Brilliant. Um, okay, cool. We got that. <laughs> All right. So the content system and the content management board, do you have that in Asana? I think you do. Yes. Yeah, so Adam sent me an email that that's now he's configured it. I set it up, um, I think on Monday, Tuesday, I added him in. So Good. he's now configured it. So I'll go through. By the way, Adam's fantastic. I mean, the whole team is great, but he's just so on <laughs> it. So top notch. Good, good. I'll let him know you mentioned that. Um, I'd like to schedule another call for the content system cool. and the content management board awesome. or the content, uh, the other one. The reason for that is because that really drives a lot of the results. Um, good. So basically our call will kind of go over both. I'll give you a little brief of it right now, but the content management board is essentially posting essentially all of, all of your wins on social media in the way that it maximizes growth. And the way that we do it is we've tracked uh, for all of our clients, 
and we track what works best when they post it and we create Great. a template out of it. So you'll have yeah. that. Um, that's not the most important system though. If, if anything, that's the least. Um, the most important system that we'll be talking about is how to develop partnerships and you know, getting other Great. people to promote yeah. you, things like that. Because we believe that PR is not just articles, podcasts, and stuff. Yeah. It's more so exposure, credibility with you know, mm-hmm. other people in your space and things Great. like that. So we'll talk about that. The ink verification, were you able to get that? I think you did, right? I've I know submitted there's a problem it. with it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the site wasn't working. So I've, I've, I've applied for it now. I've paid them and then applied for it. But they said it will take three, four days. So hopefully it'll come through. Good. Uh, the TV booking, were you able to get that scheduled with Christine? So um, we didn't book the date yet, but we've had the initial interview uh, and she was very happy. And we then sent her, in fact, if you like, again, I, I wrote, um, uh, she asked me to give her the questions that I'd like to be asked and the, and the answers. So I typed up a really nice deck. Uh, like it's, it's a long page. Again, I can send it. Some of that information could be quite useful for the team to look oh, through. Great. But I think we're planning to do that next week. The, the actual okay. interview. Awesome. Just so we can use that as well. Great. Um, so it looks like you went ahead and you're a contributor now to three lower tier, which is the YOLO yeah. Thrive and Disrupt. Good. Yeah. And that's going to be used a lot in the Asana systems. Um, <clears throat> you've scheduled about five podcasts. Is that correct? Have you been able to get on all of them? Or I've what's... done two already. I've got one yeah. coming on the 17th. And then two guys were just seemed like incredibly busy. They were in March. So anyway, I've booked them oh, wow. regardless, but hopefully we'll get a couple more earlier. But I've yes. done the first two. Okay, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, do you know which two are in March? Yeah, um, in uh, one is Ty, T-Y, I, I forget his last name. Okay. And the other lady was uh, Patience. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then you went ahead and applied to Entrepreneur Business and Forbes. Did you get anything back from them yet? Uh, entrepreneur business.com wrote to me to say, yeah, we're happy with your application. Um, however, if you could just go back and add a few things to your profile and a picture, which I've done. So I think it, they then said it'll take another 48 hours before they come back to me. Um, entrepreneur.com again, I've filled the application. So I think they said, thank you for applying. We'll get back to you. Forbes, when was that? haven't yet. Um, uh, two days ago. For entrepreneur. Yeah. Right. All righty. Forbes are having it. I will do that this evening. So hopefully we'll see that. Um, okay. By the way, I, I, I don't remember if I asked the question, but being a contributor, because I think, I, I don't know if I mentioned to you or, or maybe to Fond, but yeah. um, you know, one, of the, one of the aims that I have is to ensure that I get some kind of a feature on Entrepreneur and Forbes. I don't know how that's yep. going to be, but hopefully with your help, we'll get there. But being a contributor presumably doesn't adversely affect that. Does it? Yeah. Okay, great. No. And um, so I did uh, forgot who I sent it to and I hope they sent it to you because I know you asked that question. Did they, did they get back to you with my answer? It must've um, been Adam. The, the, maybe I'll, I'll check through. I mean, I've been dealing okay. with the baby. But yeah, no. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Um, so the Forbes thing, if you actually go through with that, you'll get featured, you know, at a minimum three times and you'll have okay. your own profile. So it's a, it's, that's a guarantee for sure. If you go through that. Um, cool. And it actually helps out. So it won't, if you become a contributor, it <laughs> yeah. does not mean in no way that you won't get featured. It, it okay, helps. Good. good. Awesome. Okay. Great. Um, all righty. So what I want to do, I mean, we're not done yet, but um, sure. what I want to do is I want to schedule our second call. Um, sure. You can schedule it whenever, but I want to talk yeah. about the content stuff, sure. um, repositioning, 
Great. Hopefully, not hopefully, I know for sure by then we'll have the next six um, from this interview. Awesome. Great. Um, and then hopefully <laughs> you'll have the yes from entrepreneurs. So that way we can write the content on there. Yes. Great. And you'll also have a business.com article. Great. Okay, good. All right. So that is it on my end. I, I guess I did have awesome. that from my agenda. What questions do you have for me that I can help answer? Because I still have about nine minutes. <laughs> I think um, all is clear. one of the things I wanted to ask was that what happens at the end of our initial period? Because to be honest with you, I'm quite enjoying this. And I, and I sort of feel I'm really warming up to this. Just, you know, this is just the early days for me. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, th th it feels like there's a, there's a lot of growth to come and a lot of greatness to come. And, and I think you can probably, I mean, I, I don't want, I, I'm sure you have amazing clients and stuff, but I sort of feel that this is a, it, it feels like a good partnership and I'm certainly enjoying it. And hopefully you'll see that I get the PR. Hopefully I don't ask silly questions because that's just not, no, but because I also understand the process. Um, so I need to know what would happen beyond it, particularly if some of these contributor accounts are going to be at least 12 months long. I want to ensure yep. that we can continue to get good articles. Look, I can sit and write them, but my job is to go out and buy and sell businesses and buy and, and help our clients. Right. In, in my main, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to sit there, write articles. I can tweak them, but I don't want to write them. So just nudge me through that. That was one yep. question. The second question was, I need to pay your second invoice. Now I know the first one I have received the invoice. But yeah. the first time I paid it, I paid it using a, a, a there was a link to pay through a, a credit card or debit card or whatever. But um, I didn't see a link on this. So uh, if you would be kind enough to send that to me, because I'm quite keen yeah. on ensuring that the payments are made on time. Yeah, I'll send that over. Um, okay, so to answer your first question. So yeah, we don't just drop you off. Um, if we do help out a lot, actually, because a lot of our clients, literally what you just said is what most of them say, you know, I don't know how to write the articles. Yeah. I don't want to write the articles, things like that. Yeah. So our team will go ahead and kind of take that over. And the good thing is yeah. on our next call, I'll actually show you how we're going to use every single one of them, the four for the entrepreneur, the business, the three lower Great. tier, all that stuff. Um, and I mean, I mean, I have seven minutes, so I might as well just tell you a little bit, a little bit about sure. it now, do, yeah. but it compounds so like so amazing because every single one of these pub like publications will be used for something completely different. Some of them will be in order to generate partnerships. So, you know, you'll get on calls with, let's say somebody that you've always wanted to get on a call with or things like that. Our team will go ahead and write the article for you on that specific publication. The others, our team will just be writing them. So that way you're constantly getting promoted. One way we'll be generating you leads. Like there's going to be so much things going um, and you'll, uh, you will essentially be the face of it while these things are playing in the background. So, awesome. um, on our next call, I'll give you some more information about that. Okay. Um, cool. But. So that's good. Um, the invoice, then you'll send me the link to get the payment. The third yeah. question I suppose I had was that, um, this was a bit of an update that happened during um, the Christmas period. We've been discussing opening a branch of our company, uh, main course, or my, my main company, or my day-to-day -day business, if you like. Uh, yep. you, you may know by now, I do three main activities. I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I start businesses looking to solve problems. I'm an investor, so I do amazing stuff. So if a great business comes along, I'll definitely put the money in or help them grow or scale or whatever. And then the third thing is my, you know, where I'm the CEO of Main Course Associates, which is uh, which is a consulting business. 
Um, so we've always wanted to expand that business. Our idea was to have 20 offices around the world. Um, now, USA is quite a key part of that. And in the USA, we can have at least three or four. So we've been talking to quite a talented partner there, a lady called Beatrice in Idaho, in Boise, because we did some research and we found that whilst you could go to the Big Apple and Miami and all these other mm -hmm. places, Boise at the moment is probably one of the fastest growing cities in the US. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's almost becoming the next Silicon Valley. A lot of businesses are moving over there and stuff. So, and, and because she was from Idaho, it just ended up working quite well. So within the next month uh, or six weeks, we would be setting up a branch there uh, in, in partnership with her. So in an ideal world, if we could get some kind of traction in Idaho, Stroke, Utah, yes. or, you know, close, it, that would be amazing. Whether that's a TV interview or a, or a newspaper interview or whatever, it'll be amazing because it will just help lift lift us off the ground, you know? We're close by, actually. So if you yeah. do end up traveling to, you know, Boise, I will. <laughs> yes. then I will meet you there. And I will personally, awesome. you know, make introductions awesome. to the TV when we're there. Oh, brilliant. Amazing. Love it. Because uh, honestly, part of this, this bloody oh, yeah, lockdown started in, this lockdown started in England. Otherwise, I was aiming to come in January to incorporate the company together. But soon, soon. Yes, because part of this, if you would have joined before COVID, which would be like maybe like a year ago, um, our our clients would go through these experiences of doing in person interviews, in person TV, and that's just yeah. it's just so much better than doing yeah. you know a Zoom call. So I know, I know. we can Dude, still do that in Boise. Yep. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Cool. Good. Well, I appreciate it. Awesome. Um, Thanks, mate. No problem. Get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I will do, mate. Say hello to the team and happy new year to everybody. Thank you so much for everything you guys are doing. Thank you. No problem. Take care. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. Bye.